Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery, the podcast, the Equipped for Change edition. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. And on today's episode of this podcast, I really want to talk about the difference between don't quit, make a shift. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because I have been a part of committees, I've been a part of organizations, I have worked with individual people who are going through all manners of change and adjustment. And so often I hear people say, I don't want to move on, I don't want to quit. I don't want to throw in the towel. I don't want to feel like a failure. I don't want to feel like I am giving up on something I've spent X number of months, years, hours, days, you know, doing. And and I keep asking myself, why not? Now, I'm not saying that anytime anything gets difficult, you should just, you know, chuck it and say, okay, this isn't for me, I'm moving on. But if you have outlined what your vision of success is, if you have dedicated yourself to saying that this is something that you really want to do and that you should do and that makes sense for you to do, if you have gone through, you know, your analysis, you have looked at your SWOT, you have, you know, done all the calculations and it's something that works and, and, and you feel that this is something I really should be doing and try as you might, it's not working. Or it may have been working for great for a certain period of time. You may have been very successful, but then something happens and the old model that you are working under is no longer serving you. So please make me understand why is it that you wouldn't take the initiative and the opportunity to make a shift to something that better suits you, something that better serves you, something that all of the signs are pointing to that needs to be different with you or within you or around you or about you. Change is a wake-up call. For some of us, it's a nudge. For some of us, it's a suggestion. For some of it, it's a drip kind of, mm, the writing was on the wall that something different needed to be done. Change is a warning system. When things shift, and your old way of thinking, of being, of doing, of operating no longer fits what the new normal, quote unquote, is going to be, that's an indication that you need to shift. That's an indication that you need to let go of whatever is no longer serving you and fix it. I have been talking to people ever since we're, we're in COVID-19 and the, and the global pandemic, and I have been talking to people from different organizations, leaders, as well as team members, as well as people in different departments and, and people who are trying to figure out how my industry is shifting, how my life is shifting. Why is it that this one little virus has everything shut down? And I corrected them and I said, it's not the virus that has everything shut down. It's the systems that we have in place that are not equipped for the ripple effects that come as a result of the virus. 
the systems that we have in place and the models that we have in place and what we prioritize and what we see as being valuable to us and worth our time and our effort and our energy and our money and our resources, those are the things that we are spending, we want to do, but because of the fact that we have not yet learned about you know, sacrificing some individual freedoms for the collective good, our systems can't handle it. Our hospital systems can't handle having so many people come in all at once to be treated. Our, our, our economy can't handle having so many businesses shut down. Our system of voting and, and, and doing just minute, small things, our systems are antiquated. The way we've always done it does not work anymore. So yeah, maybe it's time to quit. You know, I, I remember this song, you know, um, and, and it, you know, it's the gambler's theme song from, from the, from the movie that Kenny Rogers was in. He passed away earlier this year and it talks about, you know, know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away and know when to run. And so many times when we are encountered or faced with change, something that is slapping us in the face, that's saying that this is no longer working for you, we want to hold on. We don't want to give it up. We don't want to pivot. We don't want to shift. We don't want to think about how we need to do things differently. We only want to stay in our comfort zone. So how are you expecting to grow? How are you expecting to learn? How are you expecting to be successful and to survive and to last beyond the here and now? If you're not willing to just say, I quit. I'm done. I can't do that anymore. It's no longer serving me. It's no longer benefiting me. It is no longer adding to my life in a positive manner. So some things you need to ask yourself, how is this working for me? What about this will get me to my desired goal? How does this need to change? How do I feel about this? You need to have an interior, internal dialogue with yourself. And you need to be honest with yourself and vulnerable with yourself about truly what is going on with you. Now, I am not saying to make emotional decisions. I never say to make emotional decisions because you have to consider facts, but you also have to consider feelings. My mental health and my well-being and the way that I feel about myself and my work and the things that I do in the world and what's around me is just as important as how many things I, I check off of this list of things to do. It is just as important, if not more so, than what accolades I have on the wall or what title I have above my name. I have a very clear idea of what is important to me in my life. That has changed a lot over the course of my life, depending on the season that I'm in, depending on where I am emotionally, where I am mentally, where I am professionally, where I am financially and spiritually and physically. My priorities shift based on whatever season I'm going through and whatever change I'm going through. But I have learned the power of saying, I quit. I'm making a shift. I am no longer gonna do what does not serve me. I'm done. No, complete sentence, period at the end. No further discussion needed. I was involved in 
and I'm always being asked to be on committees or to serve on, on, you know, on startups or to be an advisor or things like that. And I have to be very careful about my time and I have to be very careful about what I devote my energies to, because one thing you cannot get back is time. I don't care what else, you know, time passes, it waits for no one. You can't turn back the hands of time. And I don't care what type of fountain of youth you think you find, you can never go backwards. You're only going forward. But I have gotten to the point, and, and this is after going through a couple of different near-death experiences in my life, which gives you a completely different perspective on things. And yes, I was always someone that looked at life as a gift, and I, I was always, and I still am, in wonder and in awe at nature and the way things come together and, and the, the gift of life that we have. I'm all, I've always been fascinated by that, and I've always been in awe of that. But when you go through life death, you know, near-death experiences, you know, I've, I've talked before about my multiple surgeries and, and being in, having three emergency surgeries in three and a half weeks and being in the hospital for 14 days and almost dying because I had to, you know, my lungs were collapsing and my, my organs were shutting down. I've talked about being in Katrina and literally being in, my, in the attic of my house and watching the water rise beneath my feet and not having a way out because I didn't have a trap door in my attic and wondering if I was going to drown in my house because the hurricane winds were lashing about and, and threatening to rip the roof off. And if the roof didn't come off because of the wind, then the water that was rising beneath my feet was going to engulf me and drown me because, drown me because there was no way out. I've had instances where I wasn't sure if I was going to come out. I've had opportunities where my body betrayed me and I wasn't able to walk or to run or to taste or to participate in things in life like I wanted to. And so I had a newfound appreciation for it. I've had all of those and those give you a completely different perspective of what is valuable to you and what you could possibly lose. And because I've had those experiences and because of my natural inclination to look at life as a gift, I no longer spend my time, waste my time, just give my time away to things that do not serve me. And I'm not talking about self-serving in terms of it's all got to be about me. No, I'm talking about things that do not replenish me, things that do not give me laughter and joy, things that do not bring me satisfaction, things that do not make me smile and feel as if I am spending my time wisely. And I just had, I've, I've, I've started saying no to things that I know are not in alignment with that. But more importantly, if I start something, and I realize that what I've started is no longer serving me. It's not going in the direction I want to go in. It's not fulfilling me in the ways that I want to be fulfilled. If it's adding too much stress to my life that I don't need, I am perfectly okay with walking away and saying I quit. Now, this is a huge breakthrough for someone like me. I have always been a stickler for finishing things. I don't start things unless I finish them. If I give you my word that I'm going to do it, then I am going to live up to that word. Hell or high water, even if it kills me. <laughs> 
But I have found that sometimes it's actually better to recognize when what you committed to no longer serves you. What you thought you were getting into may not be what you understood it to be. Where you are in your life, in your life's journey, in the season, in your process of personal and professional growth can shift at any time. Your mindset could change. You could have a different perspective about what's important to you. Whatever the reasons are, give yourself permission to say, I quit. I'm done. I'm making a shift. I'm going to pivot. I'm going in a different direction. I am no longer going to do that. I am no longer going to accept this. I am no longer going to diminish my voice. I am no longer going to give of myself without being uh, replenished in return. I am no longer going to continuously put myself out there to be disrespected. I am not going to put my dreams on the back burner one more day because I have committed to building someone else's dream. I am not going to, I quit, I stop. I am done. I am not going to do things that no longer enhance who I am. I am no longer going to sit at a table where I am being tolerated and not celebrated. I am no longer going to try to move an organization forward that does not want to go anywhere. I am not going to beat my head against the wall and be frustrated with something that is never going to happen. Now, with all of this and me telling you I'm giving you permission and I'm telling you to give yourself permission to say I quit, doesn't mean you come you all of the time that you completely just walk away from it. Sometimes it just means I quit doing this in this way to try to get this result. Definition of insanity, trying to do the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Stop being insane. Stop being crazy. Stop beating your head against the wall to try to force something that does not fit. So say it to yourself, say it out loud. I quit, I'm done, I stop, I can't do it anymore. This is not working. So because it's not working, I quit. I'm not doing that anymore. It's not giving up, it's moving on. It's making a decision to make a shift. It is pivoting. It is adapting. It is adjusting. It is adopting a new way of thinking and being and doing that will get you to your result. None of what I am saying means that you throw in the towel and you stop moving and you stop pressing and you stop trying to create your success and to try to live up to or grasp or make it to that vision that you have outlined for your life. None of what I'm saying is, is advocating that. Instead, what I'm saying is understand what's not working and stop doing it. Understand that there are so many different ways of getting to the same result. For example, if I told you, I want you to get to 10, you could say, oh, Two plus eight is 10. Congratulations, that's how you got there. 
You could say 12 minus 2 is 10. Congratulations, you got there. You can say 9 plus 1 is 10. Congratulations, you got there. Someone else can say 20 minus 10 is 10. Congratulations, you got there. 5 times 2 is 10. Congratulations, you got there. 100 divided by 10 is 10. Congratulations, you got there. See what I'm saying? There are multiple ways of getting to your ultimate result. There are multiple journeys and, and, and paths that you can take to get to your destination. Why are you beating yourself up to try to do it one way? It's not the only way. Yeah, there may be a way invented that you haven't even thought of yet. Why? Because you're holding on to the old way of doing it. You're holding on that this is the only way it can be done. We are seeing this shift happen before our very eyes during the era of COVID-19 and the global pandemic. We have seen schools and organizations and companies that are making gigantic shifts in the way they operate. All of a sudden, we couldn't go to, we couldn't gather physically. So how are we supposed to learn? How are we supposed to teach kids? How are we supposed to get our, 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 our groceries and, um, and, and food that we need? How are we supposed to stay connected with our loved ones? How are we supposed to work as a team and still move our businesses forward? How are we supposed to operate? How are we supposed to take care of ourselves physically? How are we supposed to take care of ourselves mentally and emotionally and spiritually? How are we supposed to support each other? How are we supposed to connect? All of these things that we thought could only be done one way. Now we're coming up with other models. And the old models that did not serve us in this new way are not surviving. They're not being carried on. If you're not able to pivot, if you're not able to say, you know what, back to the drawing board, let's start something new. Let's create something new. All we know is that we want to get here. We want to get to 10. This is our destination. How many different ways can we come up with to do it? How many ways can we build remote communities without being face-to-face -face in the same room? What tools are there at our disposal? What is it about us fundamentally as human beings and individuals can we draw upon to create community and shared experience? How can we pivot and understand how better to meet the needs of our customers and our clients and our employees and our team members? How can we become better leaders? as a result of realizing that the system that we were using to supervise and to manage and maybe even to micromanage is no longer serving the people who are working from home. And I want you to think about the way you describe the situations. I want you to think about the way you think about the situations. I want you to think about and consider and reflect on your approach to the situation because whatever it is that we need to do, whatever the goal is that we need to reach, that we need to achieve, there is more than one way to get there. It's up to us to create a new path. It's up to us to determine what works and what doesn't. Sometimes you're going to get data smacked in your face that says, this is not working. Maybe that was not the best decision. And you know what? Pivot. 
stop before, you know, stop the bleeding before it gets out of hand. It is, there is nothing wrong with you starting along a path and realizing that it's not the right one. And then you have to make a decision. Am I going to continue to do this and think that something's going to change? Insanity. Or am I going to say, oh, I quit. Let me make a shift. Oh, can't do that anymore. Time to pivot. Oh, didn't have all the right information on that. Time to reassess. Oops, that's not turning out the way I thought. Maybe we need to stop this and, you know, make a course correction. But as you're going through this process, you need to have the pros and cons. You know, what is it that works about this? What is it that is favorable about this? What is it that we like? What is it that we hope? What are the things about this that are good? And then the cons, hmm, what's the ramifications? What's the consequences? Where is this gonna lead? How is this gonna impact everybody else that is connected to this? Then you also have to look at facts and feelings. Not facts versus feelings, but facts and feelings. Because yes, you do need the facts, you do need the figures, you do need the data. But if you are operating in completely new territory that has never come up before, then you don't really have a whole lot of data. Not for that specific situation. But you do have data from other instances where things have had to shift. Other instances where you have dealt with change. Other instances where you'd have to, you had to deal with uncertainty. Other instances where you had to go through making quick decisions and make you know quick adjustments. You have some things to draw upon, but you also have your intuition. You also have the way that you feel about things. You also have this inner spidey sense that tells you when things are not quite right. It's not giving up. It's moving on. It's not saying you quit. It's making a shift. Leave what no longer serves you to move in the direction or the phase or the season of what will serve you, of what will enhance your growth, of what will add to your life in a positive way. I know nobody wants to give up. Nobody wants to be a quitter. Nobody wants to say they threw in the towel. So don't say that. Just say, I made a pivot. Just say, I moved on. Just say, I made a better decision. Just say, that was no longer serving me. Just say, I did what was right. There are so many different ways that you can think about shifting and think about changing and thinking about making a pivot. There are so many ways that you can think about your ultimate goal and your vision and what that looks like. I have had my own consulting business for almost 15 years. And I started it because I made a decision based on something that was building over time and I was trying to ignore. I had never even considered being an entrepreneur. I had always looked at, at my life as, hey, you go to college, you get a great education, you get a good job and you work until you retire. That was the model that I had. 
But when I got to the point where my health was suffering, my mental health was suffering, I was miserable day in and day out because I was exhausted. And I finally reached a breaking point and I said, I quit. I can't do this anymore. Now my goal and my vision and what I wanted to do, which was make an impact in people's lives, which was to to educate people and to assist them in their growth and development, which was to take my passion for teaching and learning and growth and, 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 and work with other people and organizations through that, to help people and to help organizations and to assist them to go through the process in a way that will make them better when they come out on the other side. My goal never changed. Just the way that I was doing it did. And over the past 15 years, I have reinvented myself several times. I have had more, uh, I, I have done different things where I've serviced different industries and, and focused my niche on certain people and, and certain organizations based on what was of interest to me at the time, based on where I was at the time. And all of it, you come back full circle. Because like I said, your vision and your destination doesn't have to change what it looks like when you get there. The journey that you travel doesn't have to be the same. That's gonna change and adjust with nuances and new technology and new information. And, and as you grow into who you are, but I need you to give yourself permission. Don't quit. Quitting is when you throw in the towel and you say, I'm done. You never pick it up again and you never think about it again. And you say, I'm, I, I, I've, I've given up on that. And there are some things that you say, hey, I don't have the, I, I, I really don't want to do it. Okay, fine. But for those things that are passionate, that you're passionate about, those things that mean something to you, those things that connect with you, that resonate with you, those things that you are determined to see happen, you control the journey. You control how it gets done. You control all of those different nuances of how you react and respond and manage change in this process. So again, it's not giving up. It's moving on. It's not saying I quit. It is making a shift. It is determining how do I now get to this destination? It's just like your GPS in your car. If there's an accident or a road closure or something else, or you make a wrong turn and it says recalculating and it plots a new course. So allow yourself to do what your GPS will do, which is calculate a new course. It's not giving up. It's moving on. It's not saying I quit, but it is making a pivot. Change is always a wake-up call and a warning system that what you have been doing no longer works. It is up to you to be open-minded enough, to be flexible enough, to look at things differently, shift your mindset, shift the way you think about it, shift your perspective and think about a new way and a different way and a better way of doing this and moving forward. 
I hope this has been helpful for you. Um, Mindset to Mastery podcast is heard twice a week. You can find it on my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com on Mondays at 12 p.m. and Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. It is also syndicated on Mile High Radio, and we're found Sundays on Mile High Radio and on Thursdays at my, on Mile High Radio. Um, the Mindset to Mastery podcast is one where we give you tools, tips, actionable items that will assist you in being able to change your mindset and master your success. The Equip for Change segments are designed specifically to give you tools and tips that will help you in your journey to manage and embrace and adapt as a result of the change in your life. Ultimately, I want you to be a success. Ultimately, I want to work with you to help you to facilitate and manage this process so that you can create and sustain success. Ultimately, I want to work with you and walk with you so that we together can create the life that you are destined to have. Thanks for listening. I'm Keisha Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. Visit my website at carsgroup.com, drop me a line, and until next time, stay safe, stay sane, and stay sanitized. Bye-bye.